Welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast. This particular episode is part of the weekly series, Growing Through Loss. It's an examination of moving forward one minute, one day at a time. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this particular series is going to focus on my grief journey today, right now, over the past week or so. I limit these episodes to approximately 10 minutes, give or take, and it's more of a day-to-day examination of my process, my journey, as I live it over the past week, maybe two weeks. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. You can find the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast. You can also discover it over on journeytograteful.com, where there are links to actually go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And there's a very important link that I would love for everybody to just consider clicking, and that's the link to actually review the show. Rating and re- reviewing the show is extremely important, and I'm going to explain to you why. The more rating and the more actual reviews of the show that we get, Apple Podcasts will actually deliver our show and suggest it to more and more people. That is the best way to grow the show. That's the best way to spread the show around. And if you're a frequent listener, I would really appreciate that you put your two cents in and you explain to people why you like the show so that they can get an idea before they actually commit to watching the show. Also, as a frequent listener, I would ask that you share this podcast and the website with anyone currently struggling with their own grief journey or someone who might be trying to support a friend, maybe a family member who is going through grief and they themselves are just a little unsure how they can best support that person. Remember, the mission to Journey to Grateful is to open up the mysteries of what grief is all about. With real dialogue, with real stories from contributors who have lived their grief journey and through their real experiences. Now, before I get into this specific episode, I want to explain to you, this is going to be a little bit different than normal. Yes, it's going to be short, but I have a guest, and this particular guest happens to be my daughter. About a week or so ago, we had the chance to sit down and record a little conversation that we had. Unfortunately, we we were interrupted, and we just haven't been able to pick up where we left off which I think is absolutely fine because this is very much what our life is. But I think that what we talk about, what we reveal in this discussion is very important. And I would love for everybody to hear this particular discussion. And if you could do me a favor, I would really greatly appreciate you giving me some feedback as to the discussion that Karen and I are having on this episode. I would love to hear what you think about it. Okay, let's get into the episode. So this episode is going to be interesting because I actually have a guest and I have a guest actually in my studio. This guest is my daughter, Karen, and uh, we'll just be honest. She's a little bit nervous, right, Karen? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Karen and I were talking and we wanted to touch upon things that we do to get through an average day or an average week. In fact... I brought up a story that uh, last week I went to an All Saints uh, Mass in the morning at my my son's uh, school. And I walked in, sat down, and I was pretty much uh, kind of alone in my pew. And 
the procession started. And of course, what song did they start playing, Karen? On Eagle's Wings. On Eagle's Wings. And On Eagle's Wings gets me every single time. So I was, I, I kind of just looked up and I kind of was like gritting my teeth. And I was looking at the stained glass window and trying not to move and trying to get through it. And then I, I kind of had a thought that mom was laughing. <laughs> yeah. Mom was laughing at me. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and then I made it through and it wasn't as big of a deal, but there are times when things like that happen. There are times when you could be in the grocery store or you hear a song when you're driving to work. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So what do you, what do you run across that triggers you? Well, what was or the other week? It? Yeah. it was the other week I was trying to deal with making a doctor's appointment. Oh, Yes. And I just realized I hadn't had one in like two years because yep. my mom hasn't been here for like two years. And it was very bizarre to me because I was like, oh, there was no one to be like, hey, yo, Karen, you haven't gone to the doctor. So it was very bizarre to me because I had to worry about prescriptions and all that jazz. And I got they call that adulting, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the biggest frustration with you on that one isn't the fact that you had to do it. It was the fact that. This was something that mom usually would um, remind you of. Yeah. Kind of push you along. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've actually found things like that in my everyday where I'm like, wow, Colleen would have been the one to say, hey, you know, you should, in fact, right now, just now, I just stopped at the store on the way from bringing Aiden home and I got salt for the, um, for the water softener. Yeah. And it took me a while. I'm sure mom would have reminded me a, a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I think these are things that people just don't think about. Yeah. They I think those are the things that hit me the worst are the things that like are expected. Like for me, I think about like you were mentioning holiday stuff, like holidays are nowhere to be hard. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Where like dumb little things are the things that bother me, which sound really stupid that I was upset that my mom wasn't here because I had to make a doctor's appointment. Like it sounds no. super stupid. Well, only for people who don't really get it or don't don't have a heart. Yes. It's just one of those things where it sneaks up on you and then you're like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that's one of those things. Yeah, it's 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 strange. And I, I want I want people to understand that uh, you know, oftentimes we hear these stories of you never know what people are going through, so be nice to them and that kind of a thing. But you always go to the drastic, and here we are 16 months past the loss of mom, mm -hmm. and we're still running across these issues in everyday life and sometimes in very much in public. Yeah. And if somebody would kind of take a sideways glance at us and go, wow, they're just breaking down. What the heck is going on with that? They're thinking that it just happened to us. Mm -hmm. They're thinking that, wow, something must have happened today. Something must have happened this week mm -hmm. to them. No, it happened 16 months ago, and we're still living it. And honestly, if we're if we're being honest, it happened uh, February 2017. That was when she was diagnosed. Yeah. And that's when everything started. And, of course, the good fight and uh, doctors and radiation and operation and chemotherapy and everything, that has been our process through this entire thing. Yeah. The loss was obviously the devastation of the end of that particular story. But we have things that pop up because of things that ha also happened before. Yeah, definitely. So it's, 
it's important for people to understand, especially people who are supporting uh, those who have experienced loss and perhaps have not experienced loss themselves. Have you run across anybody in your friend group that perhaps they have not, loss has not, death has not touched them personally, but they're still doing pretty good with supporting you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think just like everybody has different personalities about this. Like everybody yeah. deals with emotions different ways and whatever. And I think it's a big, it was a big part of my whole experience understanding that not everyone is going to react the same way or the way that you want them to. And like, I remember when mom was here and she was talking about that, even with like having cancer and whatever, she's like, some of your friends don't do some things and they do other things and whatever, and like potentially don't react the way that you want them to. However, you have to understand that like, that's what they can provide at that time. Yeah. And like, that was really helpful for me when I was going through all of this. Cause obviously there are friends that I'm like, I know if I was freaking out about something or I was upset about something, I'd just go to them immediately. And like some friends who like, aren't like that. And that's totally fine. Because that's what those friends are for, yeah. the ones that like I can talk to and the ones that I just have fun with. And that's totally cool. Yeah, some friends play certain roles and while well, others play other roles. And you have to stop expecting people to play a certain role that you like, Correct. want them to. Like you can't change people into playing that role. Absolutely not. People Definitely. are going to be the way they are. And that's you're going to have You're going to have friends who don't reach out very often and you'll have friends who reach out very often. Yeah. And that doesn't make the, the former any worse or better right better. right exactly that they are exactly i remember um i forget were we at and chris's and we have uh we have cameras at our front door and we looked and there was a um there was a flower arrangement delivered wasn't it just last year mm -hmm. and it, it was... was for you yeah, it was from my friend because it was the one year. Was it the one? No, was no, it was, no, it was one month. There was, well, there was mom's birthday someone sent me. And then there was one like a month after I'm like mom passed. Okay. And that was one that really surprised me because it was just like, whoa. Yeah. Somebody thought of me, which like, was, was really nice. It was uh, just because we were thinking of you. Yeah, it was really nice. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture, a simple bouquet of flowers unexpectedly saying simply, we thought of you too. Yeah. We understand what you're going through. That can be as important as somebody uh, stepping over with a casserole five times a, a week. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter. In fact, I remember one of uh, one of the most touching moments when we had finally engaged hospice. And so this, unfortunately, is the moment in which we were interrupted. And like I said before, we never had the chance to get back. I actually had to go out of town on business, and we just haven't uh, been able to sit down again. And again, I think that what we talked about and the details in that discussion were definitely worthy of putting up on a episode as, as soon as I possibly could, which happens to be today. Now, one thing that I want to point out is uh, Karen actually graduated college just this spring. And um, her viewpoint, not only based on going through what she has gone through, but for her age group is, is very, for me, it's refreshing. It is inspiring. It is definitely encouraging. And I can say the same thing for most every one of her friends. 
they are far beyond what I would suggest I was at their particular age when it comes to understanding, grasping, and actually truly being able to deal with grief in a very positive fashion. The support that she has been uh, given through her friend groups and the various supports, as we talked about, there doesn't have to be, you know, not everybody has to support you the exact same way. Everybody is different. And it has been absolutely amazing. So her viewpoint, her ability to explain what she has been going through and how it has affected her is absolutely priceless. So I definitely hope to have her on the show again very, very soon. So over the course of the last week, we've noticed, you know, looking ahead, that the holidays are approaching. We have Thanksgiving just next week. We have Christmas next month and the new year is approaching. And for us, it's going to be slightly different. Although this is going to be our second holiday season, going through it all alone without my wife, it is going to be tough and it's going to be um, different once again. Now, you have to remember, last year when we entered into the holiday season, everybody was dealing with a worldwide pandemic. And for us, that ended up becoming a benefit. And let me explain. The benefit was that nobody was going to have a normal holiday. And nine times out of 10, it was not going to be the 20 or 30 people gathering all at once. It was going to be altered, much, much different. So instead of us walking into the same holiday experience that we had for years and years previous with one obvious hole in it, we were able to walk into a completely different holiday experience, and know that everybody was going to have a completely different holiday experience. And this actually helped us. It helped us feel a little bit more normal. It also helped us with the grief. We did not have to put on a brave face at the same holiday, the way that it always looked, with obviously one large piece missing. And that was really a huge benefit for us. So we, in a way, appreciated it. what last year, which we completely agree, uh, could be tossed out and never talked about again. But we appreciated the ability to go through the holidays in a completely different way than ever before. And it wasn't going to be normal for anybody because for certain, it wasn't going to be normal for us. Now, as we look forward to the holiday that is approaching, it's going to be a little bit more back to normal. So that is going to bring about what we were trying to avoid last year, honestly. It is going to look very similar to pre-COVID, and we're going to have larger gatherings, and we're going to have a very similar situation with all three of our family gatherings with one obvious missing piece. And we're going to have to work through that. But hopefully, because we're 16 months past, we have a stronger ability to make it through a little bit better. So we'll have to see. So as I've mentioned before in other episodes, grief is a long journey. It is not 
have an end that is six months out, a year out, two years out. There, there truly is no end because that loss is always going to be there. So please remember, as you're navigating through your loss or you're trying to help a family member or a friend navigate through their loss, understand that that journey is going to be going on for quite a long time. And the journey is not going to be a smooth road. There are going to be bumps along the way. There are going to be ruts and there are going to be hills to climb. That is just what the journey of grief is all about. So take your time on your journey. And if you're trying to help someone else on theirs, please approach it with understanding, understanding exactly what they're going through. Be aware of signs that they are giving you, either verbal or nonverbal. The best thing that you could possibly be for that person is there for them. And if you can possibly be there for them with understanding and grace, that is going to help that person through their grief loss. I'd like to thank you again for tuning into the Journey to Grateful podcast and specifically this particular episode, which is part of the weekly series, Growing Through Loss. I do understand that it takes your time away from other things that you would like to do. So I am forever grateful when you tune in. And please, thank you very much. If you have shared the episode or the entire podcast, even the website with a friend or family member, know that I am forever grateful that you have. Keep in mind over at journeytograteful.com, we have stories from our contributors. These are people who have gone through their grief journey and are still going through their grief journey. And they're sharing their experiences, their thoughts, their beliefs, and their successes as they have navigated through their grief. These are very, very powerful uh, stories. And I, I urge you very much to not only take a look at those and read them, but share them out to family or friends who might be able to benefit from them as well. So as I leave you, I'd like to share something with you that's a little bit different. Usually it's an inspirational quote. In this particular time, it's going to be a, tr a prayer that was shared at a bereavement group that I had just last week. It is titled, A Thanksgiving Prayer for Loved Ones Lost. As we set the table of gratitude this day, we set one last place this year. As we hold hands in Thanksgiving, we know one set of hands is missing. As we laugh and smile on the outside, there is a sadness on the inside. In the midst of this great loss, we are reminded of the great love that is still present, for death does not take away the love we share. We see our loved one in the table we set, in the food we eat from recipes they pass down to us, from the joy and laughter they brought to our lives and in the stories we tell. So we come to this Thanksgiving in gratitude. Gratitude for the time we did have together. Gratitude for the lessons our loved one taught us which we carry on each day. And gratitude for the ability to love so deeply, even if it comes with loss so profound. We come to this day in thanks. Thanks for you who loved each one of us, who helped guide us through life, and who changed us 
and cared for us. You will always have a place at this table. May we celebrate this day as you would have wanted us to, with thanksgiving, joy, remembrance, and love. The powerful message of that particular prayer is absolutely profound, and it is spot on. We give thanks, we show our gratitude, and we are glad that we had the time that we had with our loved one. So please, carry that with you into this Thanksgiving holiday and beyond, and I hope somehow you can celebrate your loved one this Thanksgiving. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.